We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of Your Welcome Radio. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, founder of Coachable. I'm a corporate dropout and recovering people pleaser turned online entrepreneur, speaker, and self-love junkie. And each week, I bring you a thought or a guest to help you get inspired, stay connected, and slay your fear dragons. So get ready to thank yourself for listening, because you're welcome here. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another week of Your Welcome Radio. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, and guess what? It's my birthday. Hey. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm turning 29 today. I guess I already turned it. Um, Some of you might think, oh yeah, well, that's not very significant. You're not 30 yet. But I like to think it's just another year older, another year wiser, hopefully, Um, more in love with life, with myself, with others, and more fully expressed. I mean, that's the goal. And honestly, I could not be more privileged to be in the position that I am and just living my life as me. I have learned to appreciate myself. And for years, man, I have tried to change myself. I've tried to fix myself. I've tried to be somebody else. I've worn all these masks and I'm finally coming into a comfortable place of really loving who I am. And it feels so amazing to know that not only um, is it when I'm most powerful, most authentic, when I'm really able to be myself, but it's the greatest gift because no one else is me and no one else is you. And that is your superpower. So learning to love it, learning to embrace it, will take you on a wild ride, man. And I've been enjoying that over the last last year. 28 has been one of the biggest life-changing years, honestly. So many huge energy shifts, so many big decisions, definitive moments in my life that I will look back on this year and you know, really remember that this was a year that stood out as one that was when I stopped saying yes to everybody else's plans for my life as a year that marked a time where I said yes to trusting myself, to listening to myself, to honoring myself and my decisions and my thoughts and my words. And man, it's been powerful. 
I fell in love. I got married. I sold a house. I started a business. I became an entrepreneur. It's been a wild ride. And I know 29 will will take me places I never thought I'd go. I have that anticipation. I have that excitement for it. Who knows where I'll be 365 days from now. But what I do know is none of that's promise. None of that's guaranteed. And all that I have, all that matters is this moment, this breath The presence of being here, feeling the air on my face, looking at the, the colors, hearing the sounds, and feeling the feelings, and being just fully alive. That's what life's about. And too often, man, we escape from the present moment into our minds. We start thinking about the future We start wondering, what if this happens? What if that happens? What if I get a diagnosis? What if my kid gets sick? What if we don't have money to pay the bills? We start feeling anxiety or we think back into the past and we think about, what if I did things differently? What if I'd said the truth? What if I'd honored my commitment? And we start feeling regret. But joy and peace and fulfillment and satisfaction, all of that's available, not in the future. It's not available in the past. It's available here in the moment right now. And that's accessible to me. It's accessible to you. And that's what makes life exciting, man. It's what makes it worth living when we tap into right now. And I think what's happening in the world is causing all of us to get back into the present moment, whether that's comfortable for us or not. For a lot of us, it's not. And we're learning to be with ourselves in a new way. And I recognize that everybody is having a different experience of this, this coronavirus crisis, if you will. And, you know, last week I talked about the ways that we suppress our emotions. And I talked about my own battle a little bit with depression. For years, I I numbed uncomfortable feelings. I distracted myself. I avoided hard conversations like the plague, like this virus. And, you know, those tendencies were survival mechanisms that served me in my life for a time. They were not meant to be how I dealt with emotions my whole life. And it wasn't until I met a teacher that that taught me how to process and release negative emotion that I realized how much I'd had um, been pushing down and for how long. And so as my gift to you for my birthday, today I am launching a 10-day challenge. It's going to be a deep dive into navigating emotion. 
I'm going to be teaching you guys and what it means to be fully expressed, how to be with the parts of you that are feeling uh, anxious and scared and, and shameful and afraid. Also had to release that emotion instead of recycling it over and over. I'm going to give you all my tools that I use with my clients and give you a sneak peek into what it looks like to work with me and to be a part of my community and to have support. And I'm going to be offering this for, for, for 10 days, all of the month of April. You can jump into the challenge anytime in the month of April, and it's available to you for just $29. Um, 29% of that any revenue that comes in from this challenge is going to go to support the Red Backpack Fund. This is in collaboration with Spanx and Sarah Blakely Foundation through Global Giving. And Sarah Blakely made a commitment to donate $5 million to support female entrepreneurs and small businesses in the wake of COVID-19. And her contribution touched my heart in such a way because she's somebody that I admire, I respect. She's She's somebody that's built an incredible empire and business from scratch. And now she's in a place to serve and to give. And that's something that I hope to do one day. And it's the little things that I can do now, like give 29% of my profits to to this fund that's going to be making a 1000 grants of $5,000 each to female small businesses to help them alleviate the immediate needs um, and support long-term recovery of those businesses that have been truly impacted by this pandemic. And I don't know, you know, that's not saying that that's going to go in my pocket. I'm not getting one of these grants. This money is going to support other uh, female business owners similar to myself. So help me create an impact. Help me make a difference this year. Help me make 29 the year start out strong by touching somebody's life. And you will be doing that if you um, invest just $29 into this 10-day challenge. You'll get a remarkable transformation if you um, really listen to all of the teaching and do uh, and practice the strategies and tools that I, I give you but also simply through your donation. So I thank you in advance um, for giving and for being part of that and for making my year a year of, of creating real impact. So today I want to continue this theme of what's present for all of us, which is everything that's happening with COVID-19 and just how we relate to life in terms of the human condition. So from an emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, and behavioral level, that is how I work with my clients. That's how I do my teaching and coaching. And I look at a holistic view of me as an individual and anyone that I'm working with. And those five levels or dimensions of healing or relating to life. So there's this theme that keeps coming up for so many of us, which is all of this uncertainty that we're living in. But what I know and what I've learned to be true about the universe and about life in my 29 years is that life in its nature is uncertain. So asking life to not be uncertain 
is truly like asking water not to be wet. It is in its nature uncertain, unpredictable, untamable. And so we've got this force of nature, this force of life, this force, life force of energy that is unpredictable. And then we've got our minds, right? And our mind's primary function is to help us to survive. I mean, think of us going way back as primal beings back in the Stone Ages where we're afraid of getting eaten alive by saber-toothed tigers. Our mind is meant to keep us from dying and is really looking for any sense of threat or danger. So as we look around right now and what's happening is left and right, we're being told there's danger everywhere. And so you've got these two forces, right? You've got life and its uncertainty, and then you've got your mind and its habitual state of of survival trying to figure out the uncertainty, which is unfigureoutable. So clearly it's going to create conflict and exhaustion because it's impossible. So what many of us are experiencing right now is that we're worrying about a bad future that hasn't happened yet right? All of the what if statements that I was talking about earlier. What if I get this diagnosis? What if my my parent gets ill? What if I can't pay my bills? What if, what if, what if? So we're worrying about a bad future that hasn't happened yet and simultaneously trying to figure out all the steps to avoid that. So the opportunity that I really see here and what I want to share for the sake of hopefully providing somebody some relief during this time is that I don't care where you come from, what your name is, who your daddy is, how much money you make, what side of town you're from, what you do for a living. None of us know what's going to happen. And I'm not trying to sound like trite right now, but it is extremely liberating when you come to this conclusion and awareness within yourself, because the truth is no matter how much effort you put into trying to figure it out, because all you inevitably end up doing is wasting so much energy and exhausting yourself, which is ultimately how so many people live their lives. The part of us that's trying to predict an uncertain, painful future and taking all the steps to avoid that. And don't get me wrong, this experience and this pandemic is bringing up very real, big, scary emotions for all of us. And that is not to be overlooked. It is a reflection of the human experience. But at the same time, those are byproducts of the part of us that it's very entrenched with needing to survive. The attachment, the clinging, the neediness, the desperation, the holding on to our own existence. Again, this is not wrong but it is exhausting. So bringing it back to what is the opportunity here? What is there for us to learn? I think if there's an opportunity for us to really look at our deep-rooted primal fears of being faced with our own mortality. Every single day in the news and the media, we're being thrown numbers of how many people have died today, how many people in our city, in our state in our country in the world and every day we're inundated with this information about our our mortality 
the truth is, when you think about it, every single day people are being diagnosed with different diseases. People are going to see their oncologist. They're given, you know, a few days to live. They're told you need to collect your things. You need to say your goodbyes. And that's happening on a daily basis. It's just not plastered on CNN like it is right now. And so collectively, we are all putting our thought energy towards the idea that we aren't immortal. And that's not just an idea. That's the truth. I mean, if you guys have been listening to me for a while or following me, you know that I lost my sister when she was 23 years old. I was 20. I lost my mom when I was 27. I've lost all my grandparents. I've lost my uncle. So I have been um, over the past 10 years, very hyper aware of my own mortality and spent a lot of time thinking about what it means to truly live. Because what we all have in common is that we will die. And you're probably listening to this and you might think, oh, Tori, that's so morbid. We don't need more conversation about death. We're told about it all day long. But this is a way to not suppress the truth, not to repress what is true for us, but to actually intellectually, thoughtfully consider these truths. Because I want you to hear this. A virus doesn't create despair. No, 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 no. This virus is is revealing the despair within you that was already there. So in the same way, my mom's surgeon had to go and remove all of her tumors that existed inside of her abdomen as a way to heal her and to cleanse her of something that was killing her. I think what this virus is doing is bubbling up all the things and processing to the surface within us that exists within the human psyche as it relates to the fear of our own human existence. And I think what's profound about that, if anything, is that so many of us take our lives for granted, truly. Like, how often do we find ourselves engulfed by the beauty of nature or conversation or friendship or love? It reminds me of the quote by Thoreau where he says, I went to the woods because I wish to live deliberately to front only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what it had to teach and not when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. Because I don't know about you, but when I think about some far off future that could be painful that I want to avoid getting to the end of my life and realizing I haven't lived it, that's the painful future that I do not want to experience. I don't want to be at the end of my life thinking, man, I wish I'd looked up from my phone. I wish I'd looked up from the TV. I wish I'd paid more attention. I wish I'd listened closer. I wish, you know, that can go on and on. So my hope for you and myself as well is that if nothing else, this gives us a profound, deep, 
rich sense of true gratitude for what it means to be a human, what it means to be alive right here, right now. What a privilege it is to be ourselves. It's a privilege to be Victoria K. Gordon. That's a miracle that I can say that. Talk to me a couple years ago and I would have laughed at you. I would have thought, oh my gosh, talk to me in a couple years when I get my body right, when I get the car, when I get the relationship, when I get the money, when I get, when I get, when I get. Then I'll be who I'm meant to be. Then saying Tori Gordon can mean something, can have some significance. But I had it all wrong. Man, the truth is we're all looking for the same damn thing. And that's just to be happy. And if you're anything like me... Or the old me, man. We think the car and the relationship and the money and the house and the job will make us happy. And it doesn't. (laughs) You think you get that and then you'll be happy. But there's just one question for you then. When have you ever lived in your future? Because it doesn't exist. It's in your mind. It's the thoughts that you create, the stories that you tell yourself. The only thing that's real is right here and right now in this breath. And there is nothing that you can't breathe through except death. And if death hasn't come knocking on your door, then you can breathe through this moment. And you can live a little more. So don't take it for granted. Soak it up for all it's worth. Because you'll leave here empty-handed. If you do not unearth what it means to be human, what it means to be alive, it is the greatest privilege. And all that which we strive makes sense, has meaning, breathes life into our bones, So find your rest in leaning on those you love and know you're not alone.